Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pitch Please, the podcast where people who play games pitch ideas to people who make them. My name's Alex. I never say that. Tom, how are you? <laughs> oh, that was really weird. I don't know why. Um, I'm, my name is Tom. Hello. Uh, we're joined by Hi. regular developers, starting with Chris. Hello. I'm game developer and Times Magazine's 69th most influential man of the year. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by James. Hello, I'm James. Drink more glut developer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so James, we need to talk about cool. inflections in sentences. No, no, I, I enjoy the way I'm doing it. Um, and also, returning after a long, long break, we've got Ruta. Hello. Welcome back. Um, I'm Ruta and I'm, I'm, I'm second half of Landlord Super. Second half, that's very humble. She puts the super second. in Landlord Super. Which also has a horse in it now, <laughs> I, I hear. The new update is out. Yes. So and go play can, it. It has a horse. What you can pet. And you can pet it. You can pet the horse, and he and he makes really, and he makes really cute sounds. Yeah, he ne- neighs, right? He whinnies. Is yeah. it a whinny or a neigh? Can you make the noise? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a slightly different structure this week because we're gonna. We, we've had like a letter. It's not a pitch. We still have a bunch of pitches, so please keep sending them in. To uh, where can I send them in, Tom? At Pitch Plus Pod, Pitch Please about the vowels pod with the vowel on Twitter. Uh, and and send us send us all your letters. We we love we love opening fan mail, <laughs> and most of the time it's people saying, "Please, please, please fix this game." <laughs> the the yeah. one that you uh, came yeah, up and, with, and fix that as to it's not just yeah. actual games. It's fix your own ideas, fix our ideas because they're garbage. That is exactly what we have. What we have this time. Uh, so I can't remember the person's name. They tweeted it to me. I'll have to find this person after and put it in the uh, the show notes or whatever they call them. Gary. Yeah, thanks, Gary. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Gary. Cheers, Gary. The title of this is Fixing Fool Guys. What? Okay. There was nothing uh, wrong with that one. What are you talking about? So, <laughs> Fool Guys was an episode that I think we all felt like we, we're getting there, but we didn't make it, right? It, I feel it like, ended as you, like four different games, right? You should sum this up because Ruta wasn't there. Let's do a repitch to Ruta and see what, see what you think, okay? Um, okay. So that Fool Guys, so this was, a, this was a, originally a mix between the two most popular games on Twitch right now, Among Us and Fall Guys. Right, where uh, it, there's a traitor deception game running around a ship trying to kill people, whereas Fall Guys is, you know, obviously uh, sixty people running to the end of a Takeshi's Castle style obstacle course. And the idea came about from when I was watching a load of people hacking the game. And most of the time that I play Fall Guys now, I'm just watching the people flying or watching the people that could be hackers. And I was trying to come up with a way to introduce that as a traitor deception game so i thought fool guys i didn't come up with the name by the way was a game where you play as a hacker 
Uh, well, you, you, there's there's teams, right? There's the innocent people who are just playing the game normally, and you are a hacker that has powers that can, I don't know, if it was a first-person shooter, you've got like unlimited ammo, or you can't die, but you have a feign death button, and you're trying to win the game without being identified as the hacker. I thought it was a really cool idea. And then Apparently. we said, no, fuck that, rats. James had a rat idea. Yeah. And then it, that turned was into, it turned into everyone Everyone is rats. Some of the rats have superpowers. You're like in a scientist lab. Some of the rats have superpowers. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, they can go through walls or they can fly or they're super fast or or they can poop, I think was another thing. Um, then will they have to poop, Tom? They have to poop to communicate. So the game is, yeah, you are... If you are the, the the traitor or the imposter, you are a superpowered rat that is trying to get through a varying level of courses without revealing that you have superpowers. But you have to win. It, it, it's and I I, I uh, oh, oh compared no. it to the scene in The Incredibles where the Flash, what's his name? Dash, Flash, Dash, Flash, Dash. <laughs> Dash was, was Dash. running really fast in the race, but he couldn't run too fast to reveal he had superpowers. But they did want him to win, but they didn't want him to come first. But he didn't want to go, go too fast because of superpowers. So he, yeah, it was it was like that. That was that was the game. And now that I'm describing it again. Yeah, it sucks. No, I like it. <laughs> come on, the rat thing makes it fun. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this is this is how this is how they open. Devs. Deb, so I guess not addressing us. No, 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 no. <laughs> to, whom, to whom it may concern. Just, just everyone else. Yeah. Oh, no. um, it was heartbreaking listening to your recent episode, Full Guys, hearing a wonderful idea for a game oh. and seeing you guys get so close to the perfect to the perfect iteration oh, would for you it. Look at that? Only to keep missing. <laughs> um, I, mean, I feel like that's what that's, that's welcome the structure to the, of the real podcast, world. Right? No, you know what? Yeah. This um, is addressed to the devs, right? What they basically said right yeah. there to, in, to, to interject before they insult me. I know it's coming. They said it was an incredible idea, and the devs addressed to the devs. You were so close, but you kept missing. You let me down. <laughs> The idea so was just like beautiful. our professional careers, then I guess uh, <laughs> this is this is not this is not new information to me. I've let a lot of people down. Like you just, I mean, you just join the queue. Okay. Well, it's fine because this person, because Gary has an idea, right? Gary's yeah. going to fix it for what us. What a top guy! No worries. I took the liberty of coming up with what I think is a much improved version of Fool Guys, which I would love to make. I thought you could pull it off. Uh, first, keep the basic premise. A team of scientists is trying to develop a superpower giving mutagen. So around 50 lab rats, okay, around X lab rats, Chris, yeah, thank are you. put through a series of gauntlets, gauntlet challenges to compete for pieces of mutagen-laced cheese. Right, Each round, right. there are a limited number of victory pieces to be awarded, and the number is reduced every round. Any rats that do not earn a piece of cheese are eliminated. Here's the thing. After each round, each rat that ate a piece of cheese gets to unlock a superpower from a small, random choice out of a large list of possible superpowers. These powers could be things like 10% speed, plus 10% speed, night vision, plus 10% balance, etc. Say there are 20 different superpowers, but in each round, each winning rat gets given a list of three or four of them, totally random to choose from before the next round starts. Think the upgrades in Nova Drift, which is what I was just thinking as, as I was reading that out. Yeah, okay. 
because um, I haven't properly vetted this document. Mm. Uh, the, upgrades, <laughs> the upgrades should have downsides too. Like maybe, like you suggested, move faster, but harder to move slower. Or night vision when the lights go out, you can't tell they're out, so you have to move normally unless other rats notice bumping into walls, etc. Okay, so you don't want to be eliminated, but you also don't want to get noticed as having superpowers. Every player will also have a suspicion meter so we've Suspicion got a meter in there yeah. that, will, that will fill up when they use their powers or do things like pass another rat, move while in the dark, avoid a trap, etc. The scientists, which are AI, will pick Good. the rat with the highest suspicion meter to dissect for science <laughs> at the end of the race. So you want to come out with the most victories and avoid being picked by the scientists at the end. Maybe something for the eliminated players to do is spectators who can influence remaining players' suspicion meters by doing mini games or something, like a little how the ghosts work in Among Us. Mm. So what are you guys thinking of that? So wait, so I, I think I'm a little bit confused. So ev so yeah. there's fi X rats, we'll say 50. Um, yeah. And at the end, say like four guys, there's, I don't know, 30 mm -hmm. pieces of cheese. Because it, okay. it says that if you don't get a piece of cheese, you're eliminated. But yes. there are people Top. that don't have powers as well. So, Top, so are they not eliminated? Basically, imagine it with four guys, but at the winners at the end get to choose a, a buff. So, so everyone has powers. So everyone yeah. at the start, but everyone yeah. who then passes on gets a buff, and then everyone from there, either if they don't get eliminated, they get a, they get to pick another power to go on top of that, and then they get to pick <coughs> right. another one, and they get. To, so you pick. So there were two ways I was thinking about it: is where you even know what level's coming up next, so you can pick a mutation based on what that is or you just mm. go okay I, this is like the most generic or this because otherwise you can build up metas and I think everyone just goes for one thing after a while if you know what's happening Right. so you pick a hey I've got speed now I've won this next round now I'm going to get 10% um, higher jump which might help you out which means you might not have to climb instead of this you can just jump over the wall rather than climb it which is a little bit faster but you don't know the next game that's coming up it's essentially full guys but with with Mutations after every win with buffs, and and the suspicionometer feels like less of a you know it feels like a stamina bar, right? Like the more you use your power, say ten percent mm. speed, the more right. you're running at an increased speed is yeah. is at, at your suspicion goes up, and I guess once that caps out, you're then caught and discovered. Well, yeah, I like the idea that you see a hand moving over the <laughs> over the rats, over the puzzle or the whatever whatever the game is and then like their their hand kind of zones in, gets closer depending on like the the suspicionometer of the rat. Like if it's get higher then the hand gets closer and it moves away as it goes down just to increase that kind of that frenzy feeling yeah. of oh, fuck. You know, I need to be if careful. It's like an invisible. It's, if it, it's uh, an invisible suspicionometer, and it's just the visual of the hand coming close to pick you up, yeah. almost like the things from Zelda. Um, you'd, uh, yeah, <laughs> you'd have to randomize the levels though, because or or yeah. at least randomize the placement of the cheese, because you'd just learn the map and you'd go, I know exactly where I need to go. Off I go, I win. I, I thought the cheese was just at the end of the course, but I thought they said there's there's. 30 pieces of cheese i guess i guess you could just have one big wheel of cheese at the end and you take a slice or something but i thought i i, I is it is the idea that you you basically it is just like say it's just like a full guys map like chris says and, and if you win that then you are given uh like that you were given x like you, you were given a cheese right yeah is i that think how it works? That, that, yeah. in my head that works better so it forget Think of cheese as just passing the finish line, right? That's you're rewarded 
after winning. You're not. You don't get the win for getting the cheese. Mm. I think there'll be there'll be too many variations of maps, as you said. Like if you know where it's going to be, you can just make a beeline for that. If it's the same with full guys, you you learn the map, you learn the secrets of the map, but everyone's getting to the same goal, and mm. it's that it's the advantages you gain along the way of having these powers and and having these just having knowledge of the maps as well is what gives you the advantage. Then you 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 get the cheese as much as you are not being eliminated. I like the idea this- that by round three or four, the pool is now yeah. closed in so much. There's like, I don't know, 15 people in this round and everyone is like using their powers like so they've much got a lot and you're of like now, I'm, right? I'm at the yeah. back I need to use my power more I need to use it more I need to use it more and you can see the hand coming in and it's like mm. oh god oh god <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to lose yeah. if I don't I'm going to lose if I do I'm going to lose um, I kind of like that but I I think random power ups that's going to that's going to frustrate me so much like uh, well if, as long as everybody gets the same I feel like in the end you would start blaming like oh I couldn't win because I had like a bad choice of buffs or something like okay, that yeah. gave me a shit buff yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I mean, they didn't but, say but that. that they didn't then, say random as it, in uh, you get give, I think it wasn't it random and then you choose from a, a list of random so it, it was random say, from a large there's like a, a larger pool and then it will select four oh, random so for me, I would, ones yeah, from that pool you go hey uh, here's a random so you learn them over time you're like okay these are the possible ones and then everyone gets the same mm. five that yeah. they could choose from and it's your choice from those five. Oh, everyone then, gets the same five. Okay. That's how I would do it because okay. then you you kind of negate that fact of oh, it's unfair because the game stack? gave me this. Is, is it yeah, like, I think they stack as you like, win. I think that's how you should do okay. it. Oh, no, sorry. I mean, but I mean like what say if there were what say if there were 30 rats, does it then pick does it pick 30 from a pool of 100 and own, you can only one rat can choose that buff. No, I don't I, I think I think that everyone gets the same five. Oh, sorry okay. well, whatever fucking number we chose so this and is- then because that negates the fact that you can blame the game it's the player's fault they're like oh I should have I should have chose that one instead I had that given to me as an option and okay. I, I've, I've chosen the wrong way I, I think- what if buffs randomly spawns in the map while, play- while players are running so then it would like random people would grab random buffs and uh, oh okay what, so, so you could get like extra. You could have an extra buff on top of what you already have, but that then increases the risk of you becoming maybe yeah, something like that. Or maybe you don't have any buff and you just run through the map, and then randomly just a buff po- pops out and you grab it, and then like it's for other players it's the same. And like if you don't grab it, well, it's kind of like your fault because maybe it wasn't quick enough, or maybe you didn't notice, or maybe you just like I don't know, fucked it up. Or maybe you didn't even need it. I think the yeah. problem then is you run into just rdm and like you 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 know it's not that's again it becomes the game's fault for spawning it mm. you know near a player it's like when you you spawn back in in like a shooting game and you spawn next to an enemy you're like well what the fuck was i meant to do there if, if that happens to you <laughs> well, yeah, you but know also that's i think like a loot being, crate spawning in modern yeah, warfare right yeah, but i think being rewarded for winning with a power-up <laughs> which you can which you could use which could either in the next round give you an advantage or you choose the wrong one and gives you a disadvantage Therefore, again, puts the blame on the player, not on the game. You get less frustrated because you're like, okay, next time I'll make that choice. If you do it mm. uh, where the game is the reason you are failing, then they're like, well, this game is just broken. Like it's unfair to yeah. the, the people playing it. Yeah. If so you make the players of, make okay, the choice, got, they still want to come back. Yeah, I've got a couple of points. One, are we just making Glurp Battle Royale? 
Think about it. Full glup. I mean, sure. it's, a glup, it's, like, it's like a multiplayer racing game with random modifiers. That's 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 glup, but glup is not online <laughs> with there 60 go, people. There's your sequel. Well, there's the sequel. Dan. Is that glup too? There's the sequel. Glup, glup the rose. Two. Now the, it's rats. Yeah. <laughs> is that uh, the rat line? reckoning? And <laughs> is that their tagline for the game? Now it's rats. Now it's rats. <laughs> and the second point I want to make is is the random power up thing reminds me a lot of a game that I've been playing a ton of recently, uh, Hades. I don't you know if you've heard of this. It's it's. I've heard everyone awesome. talk about this the past couple we should make of days. The, we should make the rats. Look really sexy and ripped, like all the oh, gods in Hades. <laughs> if, if the main character looks like Zagreus from Hades, holy shit! I would play the ever loving. Right, so the the <laughs> way Hades abs. works is it's made by the guys who did Bastion and Transistor and Pyre and all those ones. So it's got okay. amazing music. It's got a really it's cool style good. to it. It's it's gonna be good. But um, every run that you do, it's a roguelike, roguelite, where um, every run you do, you get power-ups and boons from different gods like Zeus or Aphrodite and all these different people. But they appear randomly. Uh, you don't know what gods you're going to get this run. You don't know... You do know in advance if you have like a multi-split path, like I'm going to take this route, this is going to give me this thing, or I could take this route, it's going to give me this thing. But you have no control, really, like any massive control over what gods you get. So it it doesn't feel frustrating because it desperate it really quickly changes your play style if you get this god you're like oh cool i can be way more aggressive if i get this god i'm gonna be way more defensive and it changes the play style and every play style is extremely fun um so i mean maybe that could be a thing like maybe certain race tracks like the 10 percent speed boost is a strategy that you could use or maybe certain race right. tracks also have like jumping platforms and if you have the higher jump then you could take that route so yeah um, there are different there are different routes through the I was, for each, for each level, yeah. Hmm. Um, I was. Uh, you gonna? I was thinking about. Um, so I was trying to imagine how the game should look, and I feel like yeah. rats are such a. It's a very popular idea, and uh, today I was reading about crows, and that the crows are like one of most in intelligent uh, animals without dolphins and uh, uh, octop octopuses. I think uh, I could be. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, uh, <laughs> and I think maybe instead of rats having a little crows running around and then jumping would be like a little fly, and then it could have more buffs in that way too. So you can have like a a longer flying distance or something like well, that. Why or, not just a series of different animals? Doesn't have to just be oh. rats and crows. I you think, could be I like, think, here's the dolphin round. Just lab animals. Well, I think we yeah, chose rats because they're lab animals, not yeah. because. Also, also, also it has so many them. great naming potential, like like rat rat race. Why do we call it rat race? By the <laughs> oh, way, for fuck's sake. Race. yeah, that's true. Oh, well, then we have brackets, not the film. This was a month ago, not the film. <laughs> um, um, no, I mean like a different animal. But I feel like you could do you could do that in a way where it's like with mutations, it's like spliced crow gene, and they use like this right, yeah, rat yeah. with like, like a wing, that. and it's like, like the, yeah, the yeah. mutations are... Yeah, the, the setup is it's, like, it's an know. evil scientist who's yeah. like just experimenting on lots of different animals. Also, our why idea... Not, why, just rats? why do rats get all the fun? Yeah, our I mean, idea if, for if, cosmetics as well was was gruesome. It was like you could stitch an arm to his leg and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Um, we could have just gone for like little rat hats. 
Rat hats. Rats. Rat hats. I was I was trying to imagine such a cute little fun game like pinkish no. colours and stuff, but struggling. I think I think the, the cutesy aesthetic would be funny with the sheer amount of gore, right? So like it's it's really nice and bubbly and then it's just like fucking arm extruding out of a ribcage of a rat and there's just blood and you're like, Oh yeah, this I've got the extra swinging arm mutator. Well, it's got like, oh, and yeah, it's got like, like really this, joyous this. music, like you can just get like one of the buses, like an extra arm, which you can use to jump over one wall push, in a maze. Push once. But when you do it, way. it pulls the arm off and then you stop bleeding to death, so you have to get to the end really. Oh, the only thing I'll say is the suspicion on is immediately at 100%. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, maybe it's the, maybe it's the rat with the giant arm. I reckon I'll dissect that one. <laughs> I, think it's the, I think it's the one that's flying with crow yeah, wings. probably that one. <laughs> the only thing I know yeah. is that okay. if Tom wants uh, sexy scientists, we've got this hand, we need a hand model to come in and we'll like... Yeah. Uh, photogrammetry okay. you need to have a hand it. that is so sexy that you you don't even ever see the rest of the body but you can imagine like if if the rest of the body looks as good as this hand oh, yeah. i think you're gonna say you don't even look at the rest of the game you're just looking at that yeah. right. maybe that's that's the cosmetics <laughs> Right. Yeah. You just um, customize yeah. the, the hand. The okay. scientist. You just monetized it. Yeah. This is I mean, in this right. in this process, I've I, I think I originally never had like a strong visual idea for the game. Mm. However, I'm mm. for some reason imagining it as like a top down game now. And I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine it's high that's angle. How it is as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I did imagine it three D. But I I just kinda like the idea of just seeing even if they're quite small on the screen, but you don't have an idea of where you are, just mm. a torrent of rats trying to funnel through this maze or whatever. Um, and I, I think that could be cool. Also, it's a mega different spin to Fall Guys and otherwise we'll be told yeah. we're ripping them off, right? We don't want that. <laughs> I think, no, I think we've just evolved Fall Guys. I think that's what's we've mutated. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> mutated. No, we haven't. Sorry, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Our listener has. Fall Guys uh, whose mutated. name is Tim. Cypher oh, Tim, at uh, Cypher Tim. Tim. Uh, you can I think, follow him. Thanks, thanks yeah, Cypher Gary. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you, I think you have absolutely improved our idea. Uh, I don't want to spend too much more time on it because um, we still have another pitch to get through. Oh, okay. Um, but I feel like I feel like that was a pretty good one. You, what do you guys think overall? Yeah. Like, if we were to say would make, would play now, it's or at least race. would play, play, right? Mm. Uh, rat, play, rat, rat race, rat race. Yeah, would play, would make. Not the film. St still think it needs work. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Certainly better than it was before. Okay. Oh, they like, said the idea was good. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But we just didn't. It wasn't quite there. I think this is uh, this is a lot closer to say if Man, it was ninety nine percent there before. Tom, now it's ninety nine point eight. Just because something's eight. Just because something's good doesn't mean it can't be improved upon. Uh, yeah, that's. I I I do. I mean, think come it's, on, Tom. Uh, I think it's a game. I don't think it's. I still don't think it's a hundred percent my idea. I still like the idea of traitor deception, and you are. You are trying to spot other players who are hackers yeah. and you're not a hacker. I still kind of like that. However, I won't deny Rat Race, <laughs> this time it's rats. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, okay. So this week, uh, I, I have an idea and I really want to share it with you guys. Because you've described this you've idea come to the right place <laughs> as as something that if you don't describe it immediately it will fall out of your brain like your yeah. head is a bucket and you're constantly <laughs> spilling over with this idea <laughs> yeah so that's that's how like how a lot of my ideas work is that I'll have it and then if I don't say it the day that I get it it'll it'll go and then I'll forget what it was oh, and I got a tip because for all you. 
All good ideas are forgettable. <laughs> I, well, the I thing, write I'll write it down. down and then I'll look, I'll look back at it and be like, what the fuck was that? I, I don't understand oh, that. I'm going to make a real sense. zinger now. Let's um, see if you can explain so this. So I wrote this down a few days ago. Um, <laughs> okay. So, okay, I'll, I'll start with the very, the very basic pitch line, okay? okay. Uh, and then I need to expand a little bit. But Elevate the elevator pitch. pitch. Uh, and, and, you know, this is very much open. This is an open floor, open to suggestions like usual. We can turn it into whatever else. But the basic elevator right. pitch is it's Viva Pinata meets City Skylines. Okay. <laughs> That's not, that is not okay. a combination I imagined. Okay. I mean, Love Viva Pinata. Okay. Right. Wait until I've actually explained what it is because by the end of it, you'll probably be like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm trying to see the mix, but go on. I need to give you a bit of a backstory on this. So I've, uh, I, I recently saw a news article by a guy who wrote a book about mushrooms and turned it into... Wow, uh, fucking <laughs> watch out, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The what a fun was, guy. So he... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that hurt Tom. That's actually hurt Ow. him. He's holding his head in pain. Oh. <laughs> um, mm. And um, you shot him with a humor bullet. Look at that. He's clutching. Oh, God. Um, okay. So this guy, his name is Merlin Sheldrake. Okay. Of course. Of course it is. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. Of he, he's um, definitely, he's not a wizard. <laughs> he sprinkled, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, like spores, I, I guess, on his book. He grew, he grew mushrooms. He sprinkled some spores over all of his okay. food, and you now he's insane and writing books you know, about he turned, mushrooms. He made, he, he allowed mushrooms to eat his book. Okay, so these huge, big mushrooms bloomed out, big like huge, like I can't remember what they were called. Um, just what what you would think of as typical, you know, mushrooms, like like size of my fist. Grew out cordyceps, of book, like 10, 20 of them, not cordyceps. Okay, uh, chanterelle. And then he ate it. He ate them. He cut them off and ate them. And apparently they were delicious. And uh, this guy looked weird. And I looked it up and thought, oh, that's a weird book. I don't know anything about mushrooms. Fuck it. I'll read it. Because this guy fucking loves mushrooms. Like, it is his life. <laughs> I he mean, he ate go, his book. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I started reading it and it's absolutely fascinating. So it's called uh, Entangled Life, I think. Uh, it's right. really, really good by Merlin Sheldrake. And ba but basically, the idea is that he's saying... Um, and this isn't just like a speculation. This is like a, I think, a generally held belief in the, in the this science is community. Fact. Or um, this is fact that I'm saying right now. Um, <laughs> but the, 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 way, the way that fungus works is that it, it basically provides almost kind of like the bed for, for, for lots of other life in, in the world, like so much more than we know, the way hmm. it connects all life. Uh, and um, there were a bunch of different examples that he was giving of how like weirdly intelligent fungus can be like have you guys heard about the slime mold like the tokyo the experiment they did with the tokyo and the slime mold i i, I think really i could take a mushroom weird in a fight <laughs> <laughs> alex what you don't know about me is that in my spare time i am all about that tokyo You're slime mold uh, <laughs> so, experiment so one of the experiments i did with this type Finally, of fungus uh, which is called slime mold. i can talk about it <laughs> Some scientists, uh, they recreated like this. It was something like, I'm paraphrasing. All of this is paraphrasing. It's probably bollocks. But they, you're, you're they recreated- You're talking a bunch of shiitake. The, you're not wrong They there. recreated the center of uh, uh, Tokyo using like Mushroom. basic small um, obstacles like pebbles and things and pools of light because um, slime mold hates pools of light. And you, you can actually go on YouTube and watch this. And within a day, they, put, they plopped slime mold in there. And within a day, it had recreated- 
almost exactly the uh, Tokyo Railway Network because that was the most efficient route through the city. And the way this fungus works, and not just slow mold, but lots of different funguses, like you have these things called um, uh, hyphae or, or what I don't know, basically tendrils at the bottom of fungus that reaches out and connects this whole network, connects all plant life together, trees, plants, like a fungus, like light, light and all this stuff. And it all it all feeds within each other and they can they can learn as well like weird stuff like they can pick up traits uh not like it's called like hor- I don't know horizontal acquisition or something where it's like you don't learn from from lineage like they literally can just like connect with other things and learn and like inherit genes just like it would be the equivalent of us like of us swapping like swapping curly hair for straight hair and things like that not just it's, it's like not a mushroom thing. crispr yeah, and and like the way, <laughs> yeah. and so th- th- there are, there are actually like plants in the world uh, that that have lost the ability to f- to f- to photosynthesize, uh, so they're just white. They don't have the green tint thing anymore because that's part of it. And they just like and they just eat. They just feed off this fungal network, which is connected to lots of other plants. It's re- like it's it's nuts, and they can reach out like tens of like thousands of, of uh, kilometers across forests and like so basically everywhere underneath you in the ground now it's fungus it's all connected okay that's the very basic that's that's the very this basic is the premise idea. of star trek discovery isn't it They've i was got, about to okay. say season two of, is it <laughs> season two no, season so, one more than season two is it, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah this is this is what i was thinking about when i thought of the idea of it. Can, imagine if you had like imagine a really chill game okay where you have uh, you can have a bunch of different s- clearings, basically, or like a mini biome. Say if it's like a clearing in a wood, a meadow, a, like maybe a coral reef or some like somewhere on a mountain, basically kind of like some kind of unique area in the wild where you have control over all these small organisms, these basic organisms. So not insects and not animals. You're controlling things like the plant life and the fungus and the trees uh, and all that kind of stuff, basically. And right. you, uh, your job is basically to to manage the flow of energy throughout this system and help it grow, uh, which will then in turn attract other kinds of plant life, which will allow you to acquire different different traits. So things like photosynthesis, or like if or like I don't know cannibalism. You could like you could just do you know you could have like whatever fucking weird traits you want to put in, um, which then is, in turn is, will bring in other animals and insects into the clearing, which will bring, which will then t- cannibalism mm-hmm. called cannibalism or is it just being a if, if you're a vegetarian as a plant isn't that the same thing? I don't know. That's a very good question. Maybe it's yeah. vegetarian. No, vegetarianism. Vegetarianism because you're eating your own species. Oh. Is that what it is? Okay. Uh, or maybe. Okay, like, I, I don't or, know. But maybe like the idea of, you know, you could make, you could even have like, yeah, silly traits, like being able to make plants carnivorous. Big head mode. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but the idea is that you, you okay, but the, the, basically the idea is that you are, you start off with a clearing that is basically nothing. You have maybe a simple, you start off with a little toadstool of fungus. And then using that, you have to send Whoa, out your Don't underestimate that. To scout, <laughs> to scout what's there. Maybe there's at the other side of the clearing, there's a single plant and you want to connect to that. So you go and connect and this plant has a little trait that allows you, that is like, I don't know, you can acquire the ability to scout further. So you then scout further and then you find a tree 
and then you're connected to a tree, and so, that tree is connected to more flowers. You know. But what, what, what or, do you mean? What do you mean connect? <laughs> like what? What do you? I, I'm confused. So you have a clearing, and you just move to another clearing. No, like, so it's it's basically the whole thing all would all take place in one clearing, but you can you can zoom in, you can go down to basically the microscopic level. So imagine it as imagine okay. it as a city, like in city skylines. Okay, so now I'm, uh -huh. I'm bringing bringing it back in. Oh, that was my doorbell. Oh, <laughs> that's the police uh, turning up. <laughs> the idea police. I'm being arrested for being for your insane. ideas. Um, so. <laughs> Okay, so imagine it's like like city skylines, and you you know in city skylines you're managing well for the sake of, you're you can, you're managing one city at least that's how you start off right, which is one network and it's all connected by roads right. You start off yeah. with one, so you're just planting roads. So the, in in this in this illustration, the roads are the the fungal network, which is what they call like my, mycelium, I think, or something like mycelium. that. Mycelium. So it's the it's the it's the bits of uh, of the fungus that goes underground and connects to every other form of plant life around you. And it, it grows, finds, finds the most efficient way through, connects to other plant life, connects those plants up to other plants and flowers and trees and whatever. And through that, learns new traits, learns new, like, new ways to adapt and to improve the, the clearing around it. And then from that, you can encourage other kinds of animals and insects to appear. Maybe like, for example, you you connect yourself you connect the network up to a certain kind of uh like a flower that then brings in some bees but then these bees also bring in oh, i don't know they also attack other flowers so you have to learn you have to learn some kind of trait that will allow you to be defensive against that or i don't know right so that, that's the basic idea and so, so i like, honestly i honestly really like this idea because um i grew up uh, when I was a kid, I was I was spending a lot of time in the in the forest because we had a forest and we needed to take care of it. And the mushroom picking is very popular thing to do in Lithuania. Uh, the last time when I came went back to Lithuania, we literally just went to get some mushrooms and we, we chopped them, we boiled them, we stored them for winter. So did you like, um, ever yeah. connect them to books and then eat the book? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I really like this idea. It sounds so, really fun. I know it's quite nebulous, and but that's kind of where I'm at. Like that's why I kind of need your help to make it into something that makes sense because I'm I'm getting this from I'm gleaning this from a book that is like popular science that is meant to explain it to idiots like me. I'm still not understanding it 100, percent and I'm then explaining <laughs> okay. it secondhand to you guys. So it doesn't so, need to I be mean, like accurate. I think it's I uh, it, it needs gamification, and I think um yeah. I'm, I, I think you, you've threw us. At the beginning, when you said "Viva Pinata meets City Skylines," because it's neither mm. of those. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really see the link there. Well, um, okay, so the, for me, the, the "Viva Pinata" bit comes in where you are like, "Okay, I want, I want certain insects and I want certain animals to appear in the clearing." Yeah, I, that's where I got from. That. And and I, like, what I really like the idea of is, say, if you are, if you are, you're working on this micro level, you're zoomed in and you're you're managing the flow of all of these different kind of these networks and you're saying okay i want to pump in more energy towards this area so these plants will will grow more and then they'll attract this kind of animal this kind of insect or whatever and then all of a sudden you hear a noise or something or you see the camera shake and you zoom out and you're like oh fuck there's a deer in the clearing it's come to feast upon these little plants that i've connected to the network uh Eat me. <laughs> um so the way i'm imagining it and the way you're saying it and trying to 
keeping the guidelines of Viva Pinata City Skylines is at the at the micro level, it's your utilities, your electricity, your waste, your water. The same yes, way you absolutely that, that have the above ground, below ground relationship in city skylines of laying pipes and and power grids. That to me is is the the gamification of it, where you could have maybe there is a plant that generates. It doesn't have to be realistic, but mm-hmm. in the in the world of things, generates the, like signal energy, and you're like, good. And then there's a, like a relay mushroom kind of thing that can you know help boost that because it. Well, yeah, that's no, the, the way it's that, evolved. That absolutely is also a thing where you have different signal. Like there, there's there's proof to or there's evidence to suggest that like you can have, say, for example, you know how you have when wasps attack certain plants, the plants will release um, it's I don't know whatever they're called, they'll they'll release some kind of chemical that will alert other plants. Well, yeah. that like that is also transferred throughout the the fungal network. So that could be a trait that you could pick up, like you can learn these is, things. James, is this, is this like a current defense theory. game? Is this like a... <laughs> it, it's sounding like that. you you've got, I don't know, uh, turret uh, flowers that are early warning systems, and then you've got... Because, I, I mean... mean are you always defending against stuff or is it just no, about no it's not defa- it's just it, i think it's just about like in my head at least i i, I like the idea about it be of it being you're just trying to create the 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 little space that you want to create by right. allowing or <clears throat> disallowing certain species and certain animals to 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 take habitat in there tom sir so I, I think I have in my head a solid idea yeah. for what this could be, and I don't okay. know if this is thematic to 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 no, nature no, or, to or mushrooms or anything. But like, I so it's and it's it, it's like I can see it in my head, and I kind of like it, and I'm like playing it in my brain right now, and I'm having a good time. Okay. So I'm imagining like that you start with this small mushroom at the very beginning. Yeah. Um. And the 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 aim of the game is to like, I think if you look in a particular direction, you can see multiple points to latch onto, right? Mm. So you can see a sunflower or, I don't know, a, a, another mushroom or something. And you can immediately see, right, it gives me this, it gives me this, it gives me this. Like if you were to gamify particular plants, you could say, yeah, a sunflower does this, or this particular type of plant gives me more vision, or this particular type yes. of plant gives me more tendrils to spread out. Yeah, and you basically just push this this tendril out, a part of the network, to connect it into your network. And once you do, you then zoom into that area. The mushroom that you were before, you don't have control of that anymore. Um, and you basically continue okay. with chaining bonuses of okay, I connected to this thing, it gave me this. So in future, I have this bonus. And you just spread your network as far as you can. Maybe sometimes you get multiple chains or maybe you connect to something and it automatically connects to all the other things. Uh, Increased radius, increased tendrils, increased bonuses. And by the end of this run, when it inevitably like fails because the bonuses have run out or maybe you get to a point that's no longer, you know, maybe it's no longer woodlands or whatever. So how far can you go? That's when you can then finish the run and you zoom right back to the mushroom and that becomes like the hub world. You've got that connection that you made and it's given you particular bonuses and you get back to the hub world and you're like, right, I gained this many resources throughout. And you see how that's affected your hub world. And then you just say, right, cool, it gave me this. And now you've got permanent bonuses to continue your chain in a different direction. And you say, right, now I'm going to go this way 
and connect these different things. So it's essentially, uh, essentially, I've made it a roguelike, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really okay. like this idea. Of this, this just super chill. Like it's got this really yeah. like serene music. You're just the, I think the that's sound, the core of it. Super chill. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. sound yeah. of like the tendril coming out is just like this. <laughs> when you connect to something, and you then you get the bonus, and just every time you just get a new chain and a new chain and a new chain and. After like three or four chains, you come back and you're like, oh, cool. My little hub world is now grown into this nice little forest grove. And it's got all these different creatures in there that give me these bonuses to future chill runs. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I can see it. I can feel you it. Can see- I can play it. <laughs> James, did you, you, you yeah, had I, a bit of an idea I was during on, that? Just, just from a visual standpoint, um, uh, did, did any, did, has everyone here played Ape Out? Yes. No, and, no, and, and so when you die in Ape Out, it shows you a zoomed out path that you took through the level i'm seeing a really like basically this is a really nice ethereal dot to dot right yeah and you can get these but i just like this notion that you could then zoom out of your run i like this run Mm -hmm. approach and go you can just see the little network that you've created and then you just come back to the hub and it goes yeah i've got my constellation or my or my network over there and that's providing as tom said all those resources to then let me go I'm going to go this way this time and try over here and see what I can yeah. get. Yeah, and I think like by after like three runs or four runs or five runs or even like twenty runs, you then just have the opportunity to like zoom out and just see this massive, expansive, circular this is like network done. that you've created. Yeah, because yeah. that's, the, cause that's the problem, isn't it? Is that if you're in your clearing, I don't. I'm I'm at odds as to how more stuff comes into your clearing in any sort of usable way. You kind of have to leave the clearing. You have to go out to then bring stuff back. Otherwise, you would just, would it just be fog of war? Would it just be there's always set things or, you know, you randomize the placement of stuff and then you slowly discover it. Um, You sort of need to have the effect of going elsewhere and coming back, I think. So, Chris, you've been... You've Hello. Got a point. No, it was uh, yeah. earlier when we were talking about um, what how, like the, the way it looks. I immediately and uh, Ruta might agree with me. Uh, immediately, I went uh, visualized it as like very soft watercolors yeah. style art, Ooh. like a kami, but without the harsh black thick lines. Yeah, like everything is very artsy. I imagine, just yeah, chill. I imagine very everything very sparkly, a lot of lightning. Um, very soft, washed yeah. out yeah. colors. Gloomy. I think in gameplay style, I'm I'm imagining it like like the galaxy map in No Man's Sky. You know what I mean? Mm. Where you can just okay. slide to the next thing, slide to the next thing, and it's just this really cool, easy way to just navigate this cluster of what is essentially nothingness to begin with. Well, it's, it's essentially a neural it. network for mushrooms, right? So yeah. it's, it's yeah, that's essentially what a galaxy map is. It's essentially yeah, I think it, it, like a brain. Can you take like, over a human at the end or does you become sentient? I, I don't think you should be able to control anything other than like these basic organisms. No insects, okay. no animals, but, but There is that it's just, fungus that does that. God, well, it's the one that, that this grows is, out the, yeah, the so, head of the ant. God, yeah, he, he talks about that in this book. He goes into a little bit more detail than I knew and it's really horrific um yeah, but yeah that, but that, that could grim. be another like that could be like you know another thing that you perhaps want to acquire or maybe you don't want to acquire it but right, you can yeah, come yeah. into contact with that and you could bring it back into your like because there are some species of for example this is why i really like the idea of having animals appear in your animals and insects appear in your clearing to help encourage like the the growth of the 
of, of the biome is that you have like there are whole species of ants um, i think they're called leaf eater ants and they exist the whole existence is based on them domesticating a certain kind of fungus which they literally just take it and grow it in their little in their little homes or whatever and then and then they they use it for food and because of that the fungus man gets its own energy and whatever chris you now if you thought of a name i I, you- I was i was Remembering something that I heard about the other day. So in in Florida right now, there is a brain-eating yeah. amoeba in the water that people have been warned about. Right? Oh, that, nice. Yeah. Okay. Now hear it's me 2020. out. It's twenty twenty. This is actually set in the same universe and a prequel to The Last of Us. This is called The First of Us. It's where you start as the fungus that eventually <laughs> takes over the. The world. That makes it there a lot go. less chill and relaxing. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe well, it's still it is, as it is chill and relaxing. It's super chill but and it's, then uh, it's <laughs> drop and it's like dark and gloomy. dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thing where you're like, you don't realise on the what surface of things. Yeah. What a twist, right? So this, oh my the, God. this stuff, like the, um, the, the cordyceps is like, but apparently by the time the, it, it'll infect the, the initial ant and the ant, they get this thing that's called like, um, I can't, there's a weird word for it, but basically... They, the ants are normally terrified of heights. They don't go high, these particular species of ant. But it yeah. infects them with this with this like desire to go as high as they possibly can. And they do this thing called a death bite where they clamp onto almost ni- like 99% of the time, they clamp onto the exact same part of a leaf, like the biggest vein. And then they just fucking explode <laughs> uh, and shower down all these spores. And by the time the ant dies... It's its body weight is like forty percent of its body weight is the fungus. That's how yeah, like that's, that's how fucked it is. It's um, ridiculous. It's I, nuts. I, I I can't believe the intelligence of a fungus where it's just like I'm going to make this thing climb up to the highest point so I can rain yeah. spores from a higher point. Yeah. That's mind blowing to me. I know I it's mean, terrifying. Um, but like, but like it's I like insane. the idea that you could have that stuff in the clearing. It doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. That's just how these things work. That's just how the world like the life works in this place. Right? It should I, still be quite. I, I think probably for the first time, I I mm-hmm. like this as just a really chill game. There's just mm-hmm. like there's yeah. no I, I like cordyceps thing. Yeah, it's cool, it's fun, but maybe maybe um, maybe you have certain threats like like it, you're trying to balance the the, the ecosystem, right? Like yeah. you don't want you don't want too many mushrooms or this thing or have you don't want too yeah. many flowers or this thing happens. So maybe if things get slightly out of balance certain things can happen like they might break yeah. the chain so maybe you can <clears throat> zoom out and you're like you see a particular chain that you had at one point get severed and you're like oh fuck okay right. now i've got less of this thing i need to get more of these next time around or something like that um, i see hmm. what if I, I like what if like you want a bit more like um damp environment so like moss and like pine trees and a bit more um, just wet, but then like yeah. you decide to plant just like sim- you decide to um, plant and have just simple grass, but then you start noticing that that simple grass doesn't fit with other plants and it starts killing them. So you need to bring like you need to choose and you need to figure out how to bring the moss because the moss yes. is the yeah. is how the do grass. I get rid of the too. grass. I, yeah. that's what I really love. Like where I feel like it's a constant little balance of like. The, it, like in a, not not in a stressful way, but like oh shit, I I don't want this plant or this weed or whatever in here. How do I get rid of it? I create something else that brings insects in to get to you know destroy it or 
I don't know. James, what, mm. what are you thinking? Uh, just thinking in terms of uh, the setting, I think this is actually in the Avengers universe and uh, this is Thanos' <laughs> yeah. garden on his, on his planet. Perfect. This is all about okay, balance. Yeah. He's perfectly yeah, balanced. Yeah. Perfectly balanced. So this is, this is set in the period where Thanos goes back to his go. planet and he just tends his garden and he's like, yeah, yeah. you just go. You go. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, maybe. As a serious idea, though, the thing that I think could be quite interesting is this idea of the sort of cross pollination. You were talking about how, it, like, the mushroom would inherit traits. So, can you then yeah. say you can create new fauna by saying, "Oh, I got, uh, I go out on a run and I bring back this trait, and I can choose to say if I splice this together with this plant, I can create I, something new." Yeah. So I, I was um, in my head. Oh, sorry, Ruth. Did you have an idea? Um, I'm, I was just thinking, I remember that I read somewhere that like if you chop a a, a tree or just like a branch of tree, yeah. the tree later on releases a vibration if the same person next comes next to him. So the tree kind of like releases some kind of vibration if he is damaged by that person. What so the what, fuck? What <laughs> if like... When Tom comes near me. What if like it would be the same with the plants? If you do something Vibrate. to them and they didn't like it, they release vibration and they get stressed and you cannot repeat that same kind of oh, thing. Yeah. If you put oh, like... I see, yeah. It's yeah. like some sort of morality... It, no, it's Meter. like, what if you put some kind of weed because you want to get rid of some kind of animals or bugs in it, Yeah. but you stress out on other plants and you want to repeat the same later in the game, but plants are like, nope, nope, I learned my lesson, I don't want this, like, you're not going to do this, oh, so like you need that. to find a, figure out another way. That's yeah, when they I rebel think- and it all becomes untidy and unruly and, and <laughs> the, well, the vines go like, everywhere. Yeah, that plays into the idea of it just being like trying to maintain a balance, like not in it. And I don't think it should ever be stressful, just in a kind of like, I just, uh, you know, I don't want this here or, oh no, these wasps are coming in and they're eating this plant. I need to think of a way to get rid of them or I don't want, you know, like I don't want the grass or whatever. But I think in terms of the horizontal acquisition stuff, I was thinking of in my head, it was like, say if you, you could learn something like, I don't know, you come into contact with, um, a, your first plant that doesn't photosynthesize. So you have, you learn the ability to remove photosynthesis. Okay. So then what happens if you then take that back into your network, into your little clearing? And then like in, in my head, it's almost like an inventory, like an, or like, um, hmm. not, not quite a tree, but it's like a drag and drop system. You've got all your, you've got like on the left side, you have all of the behaviors, all the traits that you've learned. And it, for each individual plant or tree or whatever or fungus you can drag and drop maybe a single trait a single new trait that they can learn and once you've done it that's it like you can't you can't change them Mm. at any point that's it's locked in so if you were to say if you were to go back to your clearing you'd be like i wonder what happens if i remove photosynthesis from this oak tree uh so you put in the trait that's Mm. like remove photosynthesis and then all of a sudden it can't get power from the it can't get energy from the sun so it just fucking starts sucking it up from your entire fungal network and draining all of the other energy from the, the clearing. And then you have to try and fix that. Or, you know, but there are, the idea if you can play around with traits that might create interesting behaviors. Could you, could or you maybe teach it another clearing. trait? Teach it the trait to like get energy from the rain or something instead. So you could yeah. have this ever evolving. It could never go back, but it can only go forwards. But It can only go forwards, yeah. Or perhaps it would naturally learn something. Like if it's like, okay... Like yeah, so it, it would it would the first thing it would do is learn to get energy from um, 
like it would it would learn to get energy from the the network but then perhaps if it was a weeping willow maybe it would learn to get energy from nearby insects or animals like it mm. could i don't know it could wrap the tendrils around an animal and become like carnivorous i don't know maybe that's too crazy <laughs> but but like I, I like the idea of you being able to like mix and match some of these traits just to come up with interesting even if it's just something like i want this one to, i want this tree to be purple what's, what's purple not clear to me at the moment is uh, not not the game, but as in, uh, if I am I choosing these <laughs> traits, or is it is it a result of my exploration? Is it a risk to go out of the clearing, and I could pick well, up a Tom, trait that just you're... comes back into the network and then just gets randomly applied, and that's when you have to uh, um, like I feel, counter I feel that like somehow. It depends how you treat it as a game, right? Like, I, I think if you go very hard on the thematics, then you're going to lose out a little bit on 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 a game, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. If you have this, it, I'm, I'm imagining it kind of like Plant Rogue Legacy, where Rogue Legacy, <laughs> you've got this run and you gain money and you come back and you spend, it's a roguelite, right? Where you go out, you pick up all these bonuses the, and, and the run eventually and inevitably dies out. But then when you come back, you've picked up from this network, you've picked up these traits, these boon bonuses, these boons, and you can then apply them to future tendrils as you spread uh, spread out. Mm. And and I, I think if you treat it like, well, on this run, I'm going to use the photosynthesis trait. And it's not you're giving plants photosynthesis. It just means you've got expanded reach or, or wider vision or whatever. They have yeah. stats applied to them. Um, and then you can go out for another run and say, right, I'm going to go this one and... Maybe I'll get further. Maybe I'll pick up more resources that I can spend on whatever, quote unquote, mm. resources. I don't know what they could be spent on, but I think the traits could literally just be things that you pick that give you bonuses and negatives um, okay. that are applied to each run, essentially. Um, maybe? Yeah. Chris? What, Chris, what are you thinking? You've got a so point to how make. big is... is is the, the the world map like is it is it like in city skylines where you can expand uh constantly or is it all about optimization and and i'm sorry in advance is there not mushroom to expand um, uh. it's all very tightly packed uh and like is that into you how you see it? is it all about okay so that i want to I don't Pack think as much it, in into space as possible, uh, or is it all about spreading? I don't think it needs and, to be about optimization. I don't know. My, like the, one of the driving feelings I had thinking about it initially was the idea that at some point you're going to zoom out and look at your clearing, and it, you'll just be like, "Oh, that's nice. Isn't that lovely?" <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason the reason I talked about optimization is because, as mm -hmm. you said earlier, and I briefly was reading an article about it whilst you were talking. Uh, okay. I was paying attention. Um, was that the the slime mold? They go. They take the most optimal route. Like they, yes. it's all about optimization, which is why I wondered: Absolutely. is that a factor? It's not just about spreading. It's about doing everything efficiently. They, they, yeah. the, the shortest route takes the least amount of energy, takes the you know least time to to do. So is that yeah. a factor? Like, and how? Well, does uh, that only affect? at the micro level, right? Only at the management level, perhaps. Like when, like maybe that's that's something that to consider when you're doing your runs. I but think to me, does it work like roads <clears throat> in SimCity and City Skylines, where they cost, and the longer the road, the more cost. Well, it's energy, it has, isn't it? Right? Yeah, you so, have so much energy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there is that what we're we're going with as a resource? Where if you want to lay down these essentially roads, yeah, like lay them down to connect things. Do they are they have a cost based on length? Is it 
optimal to like have nodes that are close and how does that affect you know gameplay and resource well, maybe management that maybe, maybe, macro that, level. maybe that's part of the uh, as i was tr- uh thinking earlier if, if you connect with something you just inherit its trait regard you don't have a choice if if it's a case of it costs to lay uh a connection it's like i can avoid this i don't want this plant it will give me anti-photosynthesis but to go round it i have to spend x amount more energy to to get to where i want to be so it's like okay i know yeah. if i connect to this plant i'll get the anti photosynthesis but over here on the other side of the clearing i know if i expand over here a little bit there's a little cluster of um mushrooms that will give me another trait which will counterbalance that so maybe so it's think- not a case of going out and coming back it's it is a spread but it's planning your route okay so I, it's like sim city then right I mean, I'm the not, overview. What do you think, Tom? I'm not imagining this as Sim City or City Skylines at all. I think, I think, I can see what you're saying. I think what you're, where you're saying you've got this view, and you can say, "I'm going to connect a road to this thing, and then I'm going to connect it to this thing." And later on, I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to sever that connection because I don't like it or whatever." Mm. I, I, I think what I'm imagining with these runs again is, is say you connect to a mushroom and you gain mm. the traits of this mushroom i think you have a you from that mushroom that's now your central point is you look around and you say okay there's this thing this thing this thing like if you have the slime mold like you were saying maybe you can see if i connect to that my future tendrils are shorter because they need to be the most efficient route however yeah anything i can connect to has an increased bonus and then the next time you connect if you keep connecting to slime molds your tendrils get shorter and shorter but you get mega bonuses so you're trying to focus to get to a more populated area or maybe you don't make it. And if you don't make it, you're like, right, okay, that's the end of that tendril run. But I got a shitload yeah. of resources because I slime molded it like fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> and then so, you get back and it's like, okay, if, maybe if I did this route from this direction and got this slime route and this slime route, this slime route, then I can get to the populated area and get tons of resources. And the yeah. network there will be extremely small, extremely efficient, and tons and tons of resources. Like maybe it's it's even like spiral shaped when you look at it. Uh Ooh, and then you come back know. and that's just a route that is now closed off. You can't go down that route anymore, uh, but you could probably go near it or, or, or something. Like it's already claimed into your network and that's the end of it. That's just that's just it then. Man, Chris, I can how- see it. I can see it. I'm trying <laughs> so, to- for me, oh. it, I, I get that. It is that, but it is also, it is also SimCity, but not on the level you're thinking of. Right. It's SimCity at the, the overview world level where I built a city here which has access to coal. I built a city here, which has loads of access to oil. And I share these resources. This guy, the the government over here has the Department of Education building. The government over here has the Department of Commerce. So like, and those are now shared resources. And as you build out your city based on, like that one's got a huge ore deposits. So I know that I'm going to have a lot of trade over there. So as soon as that city gets built up, I can start trading to these other cities. Okay. But the other two cities also gain the trade HQ and they also gain the abilities of that. So it's all about knowing where to build certain things to the advantage of that the area that's in, but knowing that you also you'll you'll gain those like I, you said, like- they gain the characteristics of that. I feel like these abilities should be kind of things that are that that aren't just functional or like will be better for you to will help you in future runs and things. Well, like I really like the idea that you are basically that the main aim of your of the game, uh, like everything that you're doing is is basically just trying to make like work towards making a nice clearing that you are happy with, like a nice area, and that's mm. like so the idea of having these, like I mean, I, I, like just. 
just being able to even just like yeah inheriting traits where you can change the colors of certain plants and leaves and things or or even just having like um i don't know maybe you connect to like new kinds of fungus and like like with truffles you can have like truffles in which will bring certain animals to the clearing that's going to have something you have some nice deer wandering around I think James. I think we we need to think about the the animal side of it more because if we want our imagine our clearing is clear and we want I want plants over here I need to pollinate or I need to drop seeds or I need to yeah you, that that's how you get the clearing that you want uh, there has to be some sort of plant growth mechanic there has to be something oh yeah that, that's what I'm imagining is that rather than once going, you come back always from going around, out like what comes the back. hub world the hub world is this tiny mushroom that you start with. Yeah, and and maybe maybe there's a list of like objectives on the side, like Viva Pinata, right? Where it's just like, oh, if you if you get three of these deers friendly, yeah, then hang on a second, you get more crows. Earlier. <laughs> oh, I don't see how this is like Viva Pinata. No, we skyline the door. it's just like Viva Pinata. <laughs> I can see the so, Viva Pinata thing. I can't. I still can't see the city skyline thing. But the resource management at the micro level is the city skyline thing. The, the utilities of of, of how a stretch, city works. I, I feel like I feel like we do have again two different games, right? There's the game that that Chris is thinking of, and I think maybe what I started thinking of as well, which is like more the individual, like the micromanaging of the resources, and then also the like the Tom's run side of things, which is a bit different I, again. But they're not incompatible necessarily. No, no, no. I, no. I, I, think, I think that I'm thinking of two different gameplay styles based on the below ground micro level of mm. running things and having to be optimal to get the best things and then what happens in uh, the above ground like level of of things it's a lot different but like the viva pinata is above ground the city skylines utilities is below ground like that's how i'm imagining it and you shift between those two layers of of game uh, i can kind of yeah. see this being like a claymation kind of style all of a sudden claymation like, yeah yeah like all the plants are made out of play-doh or, or clay whatever or, or if it is 3d it's that kind of really i don't know low poly but molded kind of soft and oh, yeah, like colorful okay Ruta, how, how are you is it, how is this in your head now is it still the kind of watercolory soft i yeah i think i'm imagining it more like a kind of ghibli style style mm. very magical yeah. Work. Yeah, very daily cool. something like that yeah very like soft that. beautiful Al- colors almost almost cell shaded but without the with without you could do the ghibli style but yeah, with yeah with there's 3D. Uh, one um i forgot the, the the movie um one of the movies from ghibli studios about the girl who is like a a tiny tiny girl and she runs around oh, Ponyo. Uh, yeah, probably. So that's kind of like. I think it's Ponyo. Uh, I will try to Google. Like she's a tiny like fish, a little tiny fish girl. Yeah, and she's running around through the all those uh, through the. She's in the big house and she yeah, runs yeah. around through the all those uh, grass. And oh, Arietti. 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 Yeah. Arietti. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Do you think? Do you think? Um, d- just one last thought. Do you think there would be, yeah. uh, like seasonal events? Do you think there would be? Um, random encounters like a deer or something just does 
suddenly charge through fucking your... Fucking rhino. tears <laughs> 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 the fuck out of your clearing. I was more so. thinking like it might um, bring with it... They build um, a housing estate. <laughs> <laughs> <Would> you, <laughs> no, the government claims the land and you're, you're fucked. Oh, no. Well, seasonal right. things... That's that the Avatar project. Like, for if you have, like, <laughs> for exa- like... For example, if you're in an area, if you were in an area where there were bears, bears come out of habitation, like a, of um, uh, hibernation at certain times of year, right? And then mm. they come into the clearing and fucking, I don't know. I was just thinking yeah. there might be a way to get random seeds to be dropped that would grow plants that you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And now, you know, it's still I, chill, yeah. but it's like, oh, I'll just integrate them somehow. I think there has to be some element of like, there are things happening that you have to respond to rather than you just have control of everything, right? Because that's the same mm. in city skylines. And I guess like even like, well, that's the same in like roguelites and any kind of like run or other game you do like these kind of slightly more managementy games where you have to you just have to respond to things that are happening as well as trying to like and while trying to hit your objective mm. the goal that you want to do just a flood um, <laughs> a flood yeah <laughs> um, a, a fire forest fire this fucking bird just yeah, whole thing. A, a bear walks through and takes out big old shit i can see a couple of uh couple of fruity nuts in there that's great that's what you want they're gonna blossom later Uh, no we should want dinosaurs it should be in a prehistoric period well that could be that's the thing like again like this doesn't have to be one like a just woods you could you could select you know it could be woods it could be coral reef it could be mountainous it could be Fucking desert. If you if that's hard mode, maybe I don't know. Um, just one cat some sort like, of <laughs> city builder. I, I don't think we have time to discuss anymore. I feel like I really would like to, but um, fuck, I don't know. Like it's a lot of things. But Tom, do, what do you feel like it is in your head at the moment? Are you can you give us a? Yeah, I mean, I look. I, I won't pretend to have any idea what nature is, um, but. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, I'm, I, I think I'm gamifying this uh, more than I am sticking to the theme. But yeah, it, it is this, this 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 small mushroom that has the ability to connect to to other plants. And the first run you have is you are the the, the mushroom just connects to a thing, and you can see before you connect to it, this thing will give me this bonus, this negative, whatever. Then yeah. you can see. All the other things you connect connect to. There's three things you can pick, and you're like, right, I want to connect to this thing, and you connect to it, you get that bonus, extended reach, extended vision, whatever, and then you connect to another thing, and another thing, and another thing, stacking bonuses as you go, and maybe stacking perks, like maybe you get far enough out that you find this rare uh, thing you connect to that's like, oh, cool, I've got this perk, and that's a permanent bonus. Um, and yeah, eventually the run ends. You know, like you slither back to the mushroom at the beginning. And you're like, okay, how has this affected it? I collected three mushrooms. I collected four flowers. I connected to five trees. Has this given me anything? And you see just bam, the hub world, this small mushroom, the area around it expands and it's like, it gets more right. diverse. Yeah. And then you're like, cool, I'm going to go for a new run with this perk I collected from a previous run uh, that gives me, I don't know, the ability to chain my connections. Uh, or maybe I've got shorter connections, but they're double as effective, like the the moss thing. So you go for a new run and you go in a different area and you un- uncover more of the map and eventually that run dies out. You pick up more perks and you come back and it's like, cool, now I've got 60 mushrooms. I've got 40 flowers. What does that mean for the hub world? And it's like, cool, now rabbits are turning up because I've I've diversified the network and the ecosystem so there much that the hub lines. world is now getting more diverse. Yeah. Um, and by the end of it, 
all these stacking bonuses. I think that's 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 what would make it very fun. Is by the end of it, you're like, cool, I've got a thousand percent reach, and I've got like two hundred percent bunnies or whatever. <laughs> now and, I can infect humans. <laughs> and 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 like the final run, you're just like going mega distances and picking up tons and tons of bonuses, kind of like Forager in a way, where it eventually gets so out of control, it's just playing itself essentially. Um, yeah. But you're just seeing this this hub world that started with a tiny mushroom expand under the influence of this massive grid you're creating uh, that you can look at at any point. And you're like, cool, these are the routes I took, and this is what created this hub world. And maybe yeah. it's got changes. Maybe, yeah, you can connect to something that's like, oh, now these flowers you've got, they're blue. Or maybe they're way taller, and your hub world could look very different to someone else's. And I think it would be an, like a... A weird mix of of like it's got this islanders thing where it feels like you've got bonuses that are stacking over time that you can only connect to at certain points and whatever. I think it could be really chill and really cool, and I I I really like it. And it's just figuring out the perfect style for it. Of I kind of like that low poly kind of cartoony look, like. I, I don't think it needs to be highly detailed, but you're seeing every blade of grass and every mm. tree you're connecting to. Yeah. You're just connecting to. Like if you see a sunflower, you just connect to it and you can see the sunflower and maybe a small part of the background. And then you connect to another thing, you can see the the rock mm. and the moss on top of it, and that's all you can see. Sure. And then it's just zooming across and zooming across. Maybe the map has different biomes as well. Maybe you can you can connect to a cave entrance and you're like, shit, I'm now going mushroom to mushroom to mushroom to moss to moss to moss to vine. And you're like <laughs> going down a cave. Classic. You can get like, yeah, uh, like but, like things with uh that, that are mushrooms that are bioluminescent or whatever. And put those yeah. in your clearing because you've gone into a cave. Uh, okay, um, and and that's what I'm imagining the game is. And I think it's I think it's really cool. If that's what the game is, I play it. Uh, I, there's a part of me that genuinely is like I want to learn how to make a game so I can <laughs> I can explain this better. Like it's such a cool idea that I've got in my head. Uh, I just don't know if I'm actually getting across. I don't know if you've ever been so excited for an idea, Tom. This is really nice. It's just, this is cool. It's, this it's is just, like the, the wholesome episode of, uh, you know, we've got a really calm, it's really chill, cool. wholesome game idea. And it'll just I, be nice. I just think it, it works. Like, I don't know why. I didn't expect when Alex said I read a book about mushrooms, I would be so into <laughs> this idea. But I want to eat a book made of mushrooms now. <laughs> Honestly, this 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 book, Enchanted Life by Merlin Sheldrake, it's fascinating. If you're in, if you were interested in anything we were saying at all, go and check it out. It's worth it. But um, Chris, how are you feeling? What do you think about this? I've been trying to think of a name for quite some time now. Uh, it's not going well. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I see. There's. I, I've I've been. You know, someone said going something through, earlier. I can't remember just, what it was. It was a good one. It was. Uh, was it about mushrooms? Or <laughs> how I try to, and no one noticed how earlier when I said, "Is there a morality system?" Which is a morel mushroom. Oh. But no one realised that I got morality. Yeah, I also in there. said shiitake. It's actually shiitake. Uh, shiitake. What about shiitake? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> what about bolletus? Is that how it's spelled? Said bolletus. What's that? Yeah, that's a mushroom. Bolet, oh, it sounds very, it sounds very uh, I, um, artsy when you say, I, it, when you call a game that. I put it, I, I dropped it in the chat so you can see. Wait, I found, yeah. I found portobello oh, penis puns. It sounds no way, very, no, it work. sounds very artsy. <laughs> Have you played Boletus? And they're like, mm. oh, mm. it does. It sounds yeah. like an artsy game. Like, yeah, it, it, sounds like, it sounds quite. I think it, it's. It, it it's sounds quite. It sounds like I read a book about mushrooms where the guy grew his own mushrooms in a book and then ate them. <laughs> yeah. And then I made and I made this game. 
It needs to what sound about chill. Portobello. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that. Exactly like that. Portobello. All right. So the, the name of this episode is going to be one of those things. <laughs> that we've just said. Um, Wait, what was the guy's uh, name yeah. who wrote the book? Uh, Merlin who Sheldrake. What about there we go. Merlin, Merlin Sheldrake's, Sheldrake's wonderful exploration? Merlin Balletus. Sheldrake's Balletus. <laughs> um, no, yeah. because, uh, because there's a chance that he, that he might see that and then listen about, to this and I would, I would feel, be mortified. <laughs> how about Merlin Stilettus's lovely stools? <laughs> <laughs> Love stools? What? Lovely stools. I don't know, I saw the toadstool and saw the okay, stool. Go, go, there you go. Merlin's lovely stools. Merlin's, um, Merlin's lovely, lovely stools. stools. That's wonderful and disgusting. Because the game um, does also have poo in it. It does. It when does. Yeah. Comes and in. poo is a good thing as well because you want it to spread poo the seeds and the spores and the yeah. And we can introduce uh, from shit and from shit to shiitake. Why don't yeah. we call it that? Because <laughs> you can have that in a game title. <laughs> um, <laughs> we tried. What do you think? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. else to say, really. Um, I think it's a great idea. Uh, super. Chill. I like the idea of a chill game. Um, uh, the, the thing that excites mm. me the most is the, the whole cross-pollination thing. It's like you could get potentially quite unusual uh, uh, results for saying, oh, I'm going to try putting this trait with this thing and see what happens. That's kind of yeah. the fun exploration of not only going out, but just combining yes. stuff to see what you, happens you earn and the results. doing is. your runs. Yeah, and 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 it might yeah, not really benefit don't. you, but you go okay. Well, I know not to do that next time, and now I need to fix yeah. that with yeah this mad mushroom. So yeah, no, I like it. Nice idea, uh, Ruta. Yeah, I really like it too. Yeah. I just <laughs> it just it feels such a I don't know, just chill, nice, cozy game about mushrooms. I think, yeah. and I love mushrooms. I love picking mushrooms. I like eating mushrooms. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think that's it. I think it's just just the idea that it needs to be. It just needs to feel relaxing. Like you get in that kind of yeah. feeling that you had when, do you know, like when you play Islanders. And if you guys have, we've talked about Islanders on this show before. That the idea of it's like it's not. It, it doesn't. You never feel like pressured at any point, or you know, like you're mm. like you have to really focus. It's just kind of like quite chill. Where you're just going, okay, I'll I'll try this out now. Let's see how I this th- goes. I think there needs to be a, a router encounter where she comes through and picks. All your mushrooms. The mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay. Oh, that's mushroom. an Easter egg. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's it. okay. That was that was great. Thank you for um, for uh, taking my fucking weird idea and actually turning it into something uh, good. Um, a, a chill and, game. Uh, a really chill next, game. <laughs> next week, I think we probably we probably are going to have a guest. I'm ninety percent sure we're having a guest next week. So if we oh. don't, um, okay. If we don't, sorry, ignore what I just said. Uh, and I'm sure, <laughs> okay. I'm sure Tom will have an even better idea uh, for us then. Um, Ruta, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, hopefully you. you'll Thank come you. join us again soon. Um, yes. And until next time, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll you see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 B